Hi, and welcome to the Bible Tribe. Word of the day. I'm Denise Pass with Seeing Deep Ministries, where we see deep in a shallow world and overcome the battles of the mind with the Word of God. Our culture tells us to be silent about our faith while they boast about their own beliefs. But for such a time as this, God's people must not be silent, but be wise in how we communicate God's word to an increasingly pagan people. Retain the book of Esther, chapters 1 through 5, and the verse of the day is Esther 4.14. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, and you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. Where the day is silent, it is the Hebrew word narash, and it means to conceal, keep quiet. We are in the first half of the book of Esther today, and the book of Esther, or the Hebrew name Hadassah, is part of the writings in Scripture, the third and final part of the Hebrew canon. It is part of what is called the five festival scrolls, which were read before the five major festivals of Israel. The Song of Songs for Passover, Ruth for the Shabbat, or Pentecost, Lamentations for the ninth month of Av, which commemorates the destruction of both temples, which were both destroyed on the same day, and Ecclesiastes, which was read for Sukkoth, the Feast of Tabernacles, or Feast of Booths, which recalls God's people's exodus from Egypt and God's protection and provision during those 40 years in the wilderness. And finally, Esther, which is read for the festival of Purim, or Feast of Lots, The story of Esther tells the origin of the Feast of Purim, which commemorates the deliverance of the Jews from the hands of Haman in Persia. In our reading today, King Ahasuerus, aka King Xerxes, was upset because his wife Vashti did not come before him when he commanded her to. There had been much drinking, and I'm pretty sure Vashti did not want to become objectified before all these people, but nonetheless, her refusal of the king became the impetus for the king to ask the lawmakers what he should do to punish her, which led to a search for another queen to replace Vashti. Esther was orphaned and being raised by Mordechai, who according to Esther 2 verse 7, Esther is the daughter of Mordechai's uncle, making Esther and Mordechai first cousins. Mordechai had been carried away to Babylon and was living in Susa after the exile when the king's men took Esther to King Ahuras' palace as one of many virgins to be considered as a replacement for Vashti. Some intriguing things about this book. We don't see God mentioned, and yet he is providentially throughout this book. The God incidences in Esther reveal God's sovereignty as the theme of deliverance is brought about when Esther is willing to break her silence and stand up for her people. A Jew in a kingdom that was decimating Jewish people, if she did not stand up for her people, they would be destroyed and she would be destroyed. Esther was chosen for such a time as this. Next week, we will read the rest of the story of how God delivers his people, but there are some applications we have from today's reading to our lives. Much as in the time of Esther, the governments and cultures of this world can invoke fear and control, but God is still in complete control. When life sends chaos our way, we learn from the book of Esther that God is providential over our circumstances and will use them for our good and, more importantly, His glory. Being faithful to God when it feels like we are forgotten is an opportunity to reveal God's glory in the midst. Don't fear when things are out of your control. They are never out of God's. 
Don't be silent when you can be a witness for Jesus in a dark world. Be wise in how and what you communicate and don't shrink back in fear. God is with you. For such a time as this, God can use you to represent Him and save His people. Go with God and His precious word, friends. Join us tomorrow in the book of Revelation. Revelation.